What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Como Styles dead. And Justin, the Russian concussion mascara. Hello. This is episode 95. Big Easy Bets is brought to you by Prediction Strike. Uh, if you took my advice and you invested in Saints players, you're not happy about it and you're not making very much money. But if you have a bead on a player that you think is going to have a good fantasy week, go download Prediction Strike, invest in that player, cash in when he does well. Use the promo code Big Easy Bets. Go to the website www.predictionstrike.com or download the easy to use app they will match a free athlete share of twenty dollars or more with the promo code all one word big easy bets so episode 95 um what happened saints lost brutal loss injuries can't do anything about it um first real bad game from trevor simeon i don't even really want to talk about it all that much but it's not even it's it's disappointing. It's not even a tankable worthy year. You know what I mean? The quarterback field is not very good. Mm-mm. I mean, what would you do? Just keep doing what we're doing, fucking. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much much on it. We keep. I wasn't even gonna bet them this week, but you bet them, and then I was like, all right, I'll bet them. I don't need very much motivation to do it, but <laughs> we shouldn't have done it. Um. But all right, anything else going on? Anything noteworthy? Um, one of the uh, Ricks, he's leaving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in general, but yeah, Eli Ricks is entering the transfer portal. Um, whatever. Good riddance. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. That sucks. I think he's a really good fucking cornerback, but obviously, I feel like I feel like multiple people might leave because I feel like a lot of them were recruited by Coach O. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens on our But we'll get just get another guy. Yeah, that's the beauty of uh, LSU. We seem to always get a really good cornerback. Um, the college football playoff rankings came out. Uh, no surprise at number one. You got Georgia number two. A little shake up. Ohio State. Uh, Bama drops to number three. Number four, Cincinnati finally is in. Um, number five is Michigan, and then sitting at number six is Notre Dame. Um. Notre Dame could quietly find their way into the mix. Either Ohio State or Michigan's going to nix themselves out of it, and then Cincinnati, I mean, you never know. They could have an off game in their conference championship and go down, and then all lo and behold, Notre Dame goes in to lose by a billion to Georgia. I mean, if they squeak in there at number four, I would bet the house on Georgia at any number. So I don't know about you. I don't feel like Notre Dame is a top-four team in the nation. Do you? No. I mean, I, I honestly, they weren't even. I don't think they're top anything. Not <laughs> they, even they weren't on my radar they're at not, all. I was watching the presentation I and I was like. could probably look through the rankings and find 15 teams better than Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll potentially touch if on that. If they played Wisconsin. So what's holding weight for them is the win when they beat Wisconsin. Yeah. But if they played Wisconsin today, it'd be a different story. I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Wisconsin's definitely turned a corner for sure. Um, so this is the final week. So um, 
do you have your minimum 10 games like you said of course do you, how many do you have total i have 10 exactly 10 but i'll add i'll add them i have 12 uh how many do you have i'll I, even add usf four. all right justin's got four so you're basically throwing in the towel on your season you're conceding no yeah, i mean what are you <laughs> <laughs> i've been trying to, i've been doing 10 a week and it's well it's not time to stop you know i know struggling but i mean I'm, I'm sure i'll pick up like this is two it, or three. this is essentially moving day. Like this is like it's make or break. That's what I said on Twitter. Um, well, I know I'll have ten next week, and then I want ten this week. Yeah, I mean we're definitely doing all of the uh, conference championship games like we always do, and we're picking every single bowl game like we always do. So uh, I can make a break a year, but. We'll go ahead and recap last week real quick. Uh, the live stream game of the week was Ohio State over Michigan State, and that it was. Uh, Ohio State minus 19 was never in doubt. I think it was 49 to nothing at halftime. Uh, they nearly hit the over by themselves. It was honestly very disappointing that the over did not hit uh, due to two missed field goals. So I had the Buckeyes minus 19 we cashed in there, did not hit on the over 68.5. Florida minus 8.5 uh, versus Mizzou. Bad pick. No two ways about that. Just a bad pick. Missouri played uh, pretty damn well. Took them to OT. And they ended up winning, didn't they? They yeah. went for two and got it. Yeah, good. Fuck Florida. Um, it was kind of like a crazy play, too. Yeah, I was, at the, I was at the wedding, so I didn't get to see that. It was, was like play watching. action. The quarterback was backpedaling pressure all in his face, and then he just fucking lobs it up. Yeah. And there's a wide-open guy right there to catch <sighs> it. Uh, Pitt, Virginia, over 66. This one hit relatively easily. Uh, I don't remember the exact number, but I know there was a kick return for a touchdown there in the first half. That helped out big time. That definitely pushed uh, pushed us even closer to the number um, heading into halftime, so we were well on schedule there. Liberty minus 4.5. You watched this one much more closely than I did. Um, a lot of turnovers, a lot of missed opportunities for Liberty. A lot of bullshit from the referees. Yeah, like I said, I didn't get to watch this. So I had a wedding down in the French Quarter that I, I was attending. Uh, but what I did get to watch was Boise State minus 27, and I added the first half minus 16 and a half. Uh, it was my lock of the week, and it was my biggest bet of the year due to a couple late double downs induced by uh, Crown and Coke. Uh, but it paid off dividends. So Boise covered the number uh, first half and full game. So I went four and three on the week, and I did hit my lock. You had six plays, Nick. Um, Louisville Duke over 60 and a half. Hitting like the first half. Yeah, um, well, not exactly. It hit in the third quarter, but there's 84 points scored in this game. Um, Ohio State minus 19. Logan touched on that. Easy, easy, easy win. Easiest one of the year. Um, <laughs> USF plus five and a half. They scored first, huh? <laughs> they did. That's all I can <laughs> say about that. I mean, it, it was all Tulane after that. Um, Liberty minus four and a half. There was there was a point, dude. They freaking got the ball, so they stopped UL. UL received the second half. They were down twenty-one to seven. Liberty was, and then Liberty stopped them. Gets the ball. They are knocking on the door to score to make it a one possession game. Malik Willis runs it in. There's a bullshit holding call. Then there's an even worse holding call after that. Mm-hmm. That changed the whole momentum of this of the game. It was fourth and goal from the 50-yard line. They had a punt, I bro. said, this goddamn ESPN is <laughs> fucking up <laughs> yeah. again, man. Fourth and goal from I've the 50. I've never seen a fourth, and goal, a fourth and goal punt by Liberty. Um, Utah minus three. They exposed Oregon. Yeah. For what they are. 
So uh, that was a very good pick. 38-7, I think, was the final score. Should have been your lock. Arizona State. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I hate locks. Arizona State, Oregon State, under 59. Uh, this one hit relatively easy as well. I think there might have been under four, just over 40 points scored in this. Yeah, so you went four and two on the weekend. Justin, you went three and five. Let's start it off with the first game of the day. Yeah. Ohio so I had, State, Michigan State. Um. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I said it was too many points, but, I mean, you can't really do shit. I mean, they they had like 200 total yards of offense. And I think it happened. honestly had almost exactly what you were asking for. I think I, he had yeah. like 160 yards passing. I think you said 200, so he just missed it a little bit there. But no picks. No picks and a touchdown. No picks and a touchdown. Um. So, yeah, I mean, bad pick. Good good pick by y'all. Um. <laughs> Then I also had the over. I mean, Ohio State did their part. Michigan State did not. Yeah, so. that was fucking. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're going to be on Michigan State, that's what we were talking about. So I kind of did the opposite. But if you're going to take Michigan State you and you're going to take a total, you're going to lean aside on the total, it's got to be the over if you're going to take Michigan State. So um, it wasn't like you were on the wrong side there. And it almost worked to perfection per, for me because I felt like, like I said, you were going to get 50 out of Ohio State. I wanted 20 out of uh, Michigan State and did did not get it. But, no, but not even close. Yeah. Um, then I also had Army minus 37. Um, I mean, they, they beat up on UMass, but just not enough points. Um, then I had Purdue minus 11. That one covered. Uh, Purdue dominated them the whole game, it seemed like. Then I had Oklahoma minus 3.5. Um they it was that was a ugly game, but I mean they ended up winning by seven. Did wasn't there there was like a very end of the first half, like last play touchdown, wasn't there? It was a strip sack for a touchdown. Yeah. Brock Purdy got strip sacked, yep. I'm pretty sure. And it was a scoop and score with like no time left on the clock. Mm-hmm. That helped big time. Yeah. Um yeah, Caleb Williams did not do good. Uh I think he had like thirty passing yards, maybe. Yeah, that's not very that's good. That's it? Yeah, it was, it was something ridiculous like that. I know he was like eight for eighteen, an interception, and maybe yeah, yeah uh, he's he's falling back to earth a little bit. He's having some freshman struggles, it appears. Um, but yeah, and then had Tulane minus five and a half. Um, that was a very good, good game. Uh, I think they jumped out twenty eight nothing in the first quarter. No, the USF scored first. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's okay. what that's what he's saying. Yeah, they scored first, and then it. Yeah, then Tulane ripped off a sixty-yard touchdown run, and it was <laughs> that was it from there. And yeah, Caleb Williams had eighty-seven passing yards, one touchdown, one pick. Um, Jesus, eight of eighteen. Spencer Rattler though, hundred uh, percent completion percentage, one of one, nine yards. Well, I guess they'll start next week. Iowa, Illinois. You had the under thirty-nine there. That did not. Uh, no, I think they got it at halftime. They were got the. It over. was right. In, Near it. it was near it, yeah. But then honestly, it took them a while to get points yeah. after that. It was like very end of the third quarters when, yeah, like it, it wasn't right away because I think they were three off of the pace or off mm-hmm. of off of the uh, covering. And they the started over. opening it up. Yeah, and then Wake Forest plus four and a half. Uh, this was hindsight's always twenty twenty. Uh, I say it all the time. Every time I make a pick and it doesn't go my way, it's like fucking damn it uh it's like obviously but yeah that was honestly it was a good spot for clemson like we were talking mm-hmm. about it that the strength of 
Clemson is their defense. So and then going up against a weak defense, yeah. it's like their offense has struggled all year. Yeah, yeah, they held Wake Forest to thirty six rushing yards. Which yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you went three. So all in all, I went four and three on the week. I did hit my lock, so that brings me to sixty one, sixty five, and three. Uh, seven and six in my locks of the week. Nick went four and two. That brings him to 46, 47 and one. One game under 500, but five and eight on his locks of the week. Justin went three and five, and that brings him to 49, 62 and one. Uh, still sitting at seven, five and one for his locks of the week. Um, all right. So now we look ahead to a jam packed last. See, I have week 11. Is it week 12? I think it's week 13. No, it's definitely not week 13, is it? Yeah, college football week 13. Is it? What the hell am I thinking? Um, all right. Then, yeah, there you go. Week 13. Um, yeah, last week of the season. So it, it's it's last week of the regular season. So make or break. Uh, time to go for broke and uh, see what we can do. So who's got early week games? I, I do. You do? Yeah. All right. Well, there there isn't any on Wednesday, huh? Well, that's true. Yeah. So who's do you, do you, who's got Thursday games? I have uh, two Thursday games. No, only I have two. one. I just have one. Okay. Yeah. There's only two. So yeah, I have one of them. Which one are you on? I'm on the Egg Bowl. I'm on the Egg Bowl. I'm okay. on the Egg Bowl. Okay. Who wants to go first? Um. You want me to go first? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, like we just said, it's the Egg Bowl number twelve Ole Miss going on the road to. Or is it a neutral site? No, they don't do neutral sites for this, huh? It's always it's at they, Mississippi they just, State. Yeah, they just alternate. Um, all right, yeah. So it's at Mississippi State. Uh, State is one and a half point favorites, probably to the surprise of a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people are just fucking watching the the rankings. But uh, since losing to Bama, Missis- Mississippi State has been rolling, winning four of their last five, with the one loss being a three point uh, road loss to Arkansas. Both schools average over thirty points, um, and they combined for nearly a thousand yards of offense. So we know what Mississippi State is. They want to. They're going to throw it nearly every play, um, and they're just going to move with a ton of tempo. And then you know what you're getting with Ole Miss. Matt Corral was the potential Heisman uh, candidate. Doesn't look like he's going to get it now uh, due to the injuries and all of that. But which I don't know. I don't even know who's leading the race because it's not Kenneth Walker anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm going to take the over 62 in this game. All right. Yeah, it's a little low, but in I recent like it years, w- it's been so high. And it, I felt like it would have been more, but these are – I mean, these are two uh, – Mississippi State's quietly got a pretty good defense. It's not a bad defense at all. I feel like, like teams that, like, like um, they go for it so much. So it's yeah. like drives can just end with no points a lot of times. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over 62, so. Um. Egg Bowl. Ole Miss's high-powered offense has slowed down lately since mid-October. They're only averaging 28 points a game compared to the first half of the year where they were averaging 46. Ole Miss is banged up. All the signs point to Mississippi State where the air raid is humming and the defense is only allowing 326 yards per game. But I'm telling you, that Bulldog getting run over (laughs) in front of Zach Driveway, that had to mean something. Um, Didn't you say all the Bulldogs won? Yeah, but it was for this week. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For some reason, I like Ole Miss here. Getting a point and a half. Um, 
I just feel like it's a letdown spot for Mississippi State. The offense is still moving the ball. They just keep going for it. They need to – Lane Kiffin's got to settle for field goals sometimes. And I think, dude, the defense is quietly winning them games when, when their offense hasn't scored as many points as it, it was early in the year. So I'm going to roll with Ole Miss here. Yeah, I mean, early in the year, that I think it was one of the first couple games, their defense looked really good. I was on Ole Miss, and I was like, this is a much better Ole Miss defense than years past, it seems. Um I don't necessarily – I'm by no means am I disagreeing with the side that you're on, but I don't know about it being a letdown game because, I mean, they're both going to be – it's a it's the Egg Bowl. So well, oh, I mean, Mississippi State's been red hot. Okay, yeah, Like, yeah. If, you, if you're saying that Mississippi State's going to play how they've been playing, then they'll be they'll beat Ole Miss yeah, easily. They, yeah, they could fall back down to earth. And, yeah, I don't think they're I a think top 25 team in the nation. Corral's going to outduel. Will Rogers. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that they're a top twenty-five team in the nation. So yeah, they could they could fall back to earth a little bit and go back to uh, what we saw earlier in the year. But yeah, I mean, uh, to bolster my side of it, um, Ole Miss is another team too. I mean, ESPN's so damn stupid. They keep trying to show replays of the previous play, and then they're already midway through the next play. They're they're moving with a ton of tempo. So oh, I hate that. Yeah. So both of these teams are going to line up. Uh, in the blink of an eye, get another playoff before you even know it's coming because ESPN's trying to show you the three-yard run from the, the play before. Um, so we need points, points, points. Justin, which side are you on? Um, I'm on Ole Miss as well. Um, this is an important game, obviously, because it's the Egg Bowl. Yeah. But um, if Ole Miss wins this week, then it will be the uh, highest regular season win total in school history. Is that a fact? Yeah, they've never gotten 10 in the regular season. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. And then um, I also think that Matt Corral is going to outduel um, Will Rogers. Will Rogers, who's also having a really good year. Yeah, too. I mean, quietly. Will Rogers has fucking 34 touchdowns. Oh, he's lighting yeah. it up. Like, dude, that's no, impressive like, shit. Dude, for them, to, they were down 28-3 to Auburn. Auburn then they yeah. come back and beat them 43-34. And since then, yeah. well, no, I mean, yeah, really, dude, they've ago. played really well. Yeah, they've played really well against a lot of good teams. Yeah, so saying the one the one loss out of their last five was the road loss to Arkansas where they lost by three. So, but yeah, no, I mean, Will Rogers is flying under the radar. He's got over fourth. I mean, I get it. It's a little skewed because they literally pass it every play, but it's like you still have to complete the passes. It's like somebody when they say, oh, like it's a like in basketball, well, he shoots it so much. Like, okay, well, you still have to make the shots. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Yeah, no, I'm not gonna touch a side, but I would lean, I would lean Ole Miss if uh, if I had to pick a side. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna sit back and the I'm number gonna... nine ranked Ole Miss. See, uh, I got these rankings earlier before though. Yeah, yeah, I said twelve. They are number nine, and Mississippi State's not ranked in the top twenty-five. Yeah, they took it away from them. Okay, well, they, like I said, I didn't feel like they were ranked in the well, top. Damn, 25. that kind of now Leach is like, now we're not ranked. We yeah, didn't even yeah, lose. Yeah. We beat them 55 to 13, and they took our ranking away. I mean, <laughs> go out there and kick their ass. Yeah, might be Mississippi State by 20. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, all right, so y'all are both on the Rebels. I'm on the over 62. Um, let's turn our attention to Friday. So what we just consulted about before we started this podcast was that we are going to now do a Friday live stream, 11 a.m., uh, Black Friday, you'll be recovering from Thanksgiving dinner. You won't have shit to do. Wake up early in the morning, come hop in the live stream with us. We got Boise State going on the road to take on San Diego State. Boise is two and a half point favorites. The over under currently sits at 44 and a half. Um, we know San Diego State, we've seen them a lot. 
They want to run the ball. They want to play good defense. They want to punt it out of the gym. So they're going to try to establish the run, lean on the defense. Boise struggled to stop the run uh, a little bit more than usual this season, but I feel like they have kind of shored it up on that end as of late. The production of George Holani, I think, is going to open things up in the passing game and force San Diego State to step on the pedal a little bit more than they want. George Holani, last three games, is averaging 18 carries per game for 111 yards. Um, I'm going to take Boise minus 2.5, and and then I'm also going to take the over 44.5. The lack of having C.T. Thomas on the team because he quit like a bitch is going to – it's been affecting their passing offense because obviously you know what you're getting with Shakir. Uh, it's really tough to guard him. When you had a guy like C.T. Thomas, who was kind of a poor man, Shakir, um, on the other side, made made it a lot more difficult to contain a Boise offense. Um, but I still, I'm still going to take the Blue Broncos. I went back to the well last Why'd week. Why did he quit? I don't really know. He came back for like his super senior year. Um He's been out for a few weeks, though. It's been like a month since he's been with them. Um, I'm not entirely sure. He thanked the fans, all of that. Um, he's just preparing for the tip of a pro now? I don't know. I don't know. He, I, I don't know if he's good enough to be a pro. He'll, yeah. He could maybe do some punt returner duties. He's a short, quick guy. Um, but Practice squad. Uh, yeah. So, he's lucky. I don't know. The offense has not been humming like usual, though. I was on him last week. Like I said, if it weren't for two two fucking block punts for touchdowns, we probably don't cover that number. So, But I went back to where my bread was buttered. I went back to the well. Uh, when when times get tough, you go back to what you know. So we're going back to back to Boise. Yeah, it's like the offense isn't doing lighting it up or anything, but you can trust Bachmeyer to make enough plays in this one. I think San Diego State should struggle to score against an improved Boise rush defense for the second half of the season. The lack of a passing attack for San Diego State is going to be a problem. I just think down the stretch it's going to be Boise State, Hank Bachmeyer making the plays, and San Diego State not. Give me Boise State minus two and a half. Okay, so like I said, live stream. Come hop in, Black Friday. See what we can do. First Boise stream. First first ever Boise stream. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast for the last three seasons, uh, I mean, you know what Boise State means to me. Uh, Justin, are you on this game? Yes, I am actually. Um, it's the Aztecs are having one of the best seasons uh, in school history, mm-hmm. and it's no secret that Boise is not the same team as last year. But the Aztecs have the third best rush defense in the country, but has some struggles against the pass, which is not good when going against Hank, ba- Hank Bachmeyer. Um, the Broncos are on a four-game win streak and have won all by double digits. Um, I think they picked up momentum at a great time in the season. Um, because I think um, they can still get a good bowl spot. But I think they grow their win streak to five, and I'm taking them at minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, if they can get to eight and four, this was looking like a uh, – like I was looking at Andy Avalos, like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like Brian Harson has us dominating the Mountain West year in and year out. So, um, yeah, eight and four – is something that you can it's not it's not up to Boise State standards but it's something that you can hang your hat on and feel better about especially if you get into a relatively decent bowl like Justin just said and then if you can come away with a win something to build on so um and an interesting side note here is I think I was reading that um so they still have a chance to play 
in the uh, Mountain West Championship game if they win and Air Force loses to UNLV. Really? Probably won't happen, but possible. Yeah, I mean, anything, yeah. Yeah, any, anything can happen UNLV's in that conference. Okay. <laughs> Not the <laughs> <In> best. Basketball. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but like, a, like we're saying, I think if you can get to 8-4 and four and then go ahead and win your bowl game, that's a good momentum builder for a first-year head coach, a Boise guy, played for the school. Um, so this is this is an important one, I think, against a ranked San Diego State team. I think this is uh, this is one that Andy Avalos is going to really want, not that he doesn't want all of them, but it's a good way to end, end your season. Um, I'm also going to take Eastern Michigan. We're going to Max, and I hate Max, but it's make or break week. So give me uh, Eastern Michigan plus 8.5. Central Michigan's good. Uh, we're gonna go out east and hope that we. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. I gotta go with Central Michigan. Well, no, yeah, I I don't blame you because that little short fat fuck playing quarterback for Central Michigan is good. Um, I mean, it, could it be a spot where they come back to playing normal like all the other shit action teams? I just feel like a lot of times it's it's shootouts and it's eh, it's coming down to the last fucking drive. So um, it's the way they've played lately, though. Central Michigan, their defense mm-hmm. is playing physical, and it's like. The other teams don't want to play like that. And and then they're running the ball. They're, they're beating teams by more than they should, it seems. So, like, they held Kent State, who lights it up to only 30 points. Mm-hmm. And put up 54 on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was looking at it. Um, yeah, I mean, Eastern Michigan was able to put up 52 on – I mean, I watched Eastern Michigan when they played Wisconsin, and, Wisconsin, and that fucking backup quarterback tried to fuck me, Wolf. Still remember his last name. Uh, threw a pick six. One throw. Said, here you go, pick six. Let's fuck up the cover. And then Graham Mertz let him down at the very end and ended up backdoor, not backdoor covering it, but it was never should have been in doubt, and we secured it on the last play. Um, yeah, I, this is not my luck. I don't feel – it's Maction. So yeah, I don't know. I I'm just throwing picked. in fucking games here because I'm trying to – I'm scratching and clawing to get above 500. So this is the one I feel least good about. So if you – I'm handing you 12 picks – if you're only taking 11, leave this one out. So, but outside of that, I feel I feel okay about it. Um, all right. Any other? Do y'all have any other Friday games? Um, yeah, I do as well. But I yeah, I have Ten, one two more. more. Okay. Um, let's see. Y'all have more? I have at least one more Friday game. Yeah, I think it, I Friday. think it's one. I'll go first. Fuck it. Uh, I'm on Cincinnati. Cincinnati's in number four. Uh, they've been trying to get in. Now they're in. It's like you've been looking from the outside of the club. Now you're in the club. So they're going to do anything they can and not get out of the club. Uh, ECU is honestly pretty pretty good. They're not a they're not a bad football team at all. So, but with that being said. ECU's on a four-game win streak, but they've had to work really hard for the last two, a 38-35 victory over Navy, in which they allowed 345 rushing yards, which it is Navy, but and then a 30-29 overtime victory over Memphis, which is not a bad team as well. Uh, I'm going against my better judgment, but give me the road favorite, Cincinnati minus 14. Keep, I mean, they sent a message to the committee last week. They're in now. They had to get in after Michigan State lost. They don't want to get out. Yeah, I'm on this game as well. East Carolina. I want to call them Eastern Carolina, just East Carolina. You taking the Pirates? Um, no, they quietly turned their season around after losing their first two games to App State and South Carolina. 
They have a balanced offensive tack, but yeah, I just think in this game in particular that they're going to struggle to finish drives against Cincinnati and I also don't know how their defense is going to fare. So I'm rolling with Cincinnati here, minus 14. Yeah, I mean, a 48-14 to 14 win over SMU was impressive. So um, this was a team that SMU was ranked two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So for them to go out there and send a message like that and – Finally get it going on the offensive side of the ball. I know they got it going against UCF. I mean, they. that's what I've been saying. They haven't been handling business against opponents that they should be running out of the building. But SMU was a team that probably in their conference could give them, outside of Houston, the toughest test. So that was a very uh, impressive victory. And this is when you want to start clicking. This is the time of the year when you want to get rolling. So uh, give me... The Bearcats, just like Nick said, uh, minus 14. Are you on this game, Justin? I'm not. Okay. What is your next Friday game then? Um, it's also a 2.30 game. Um, I'm going to Missouri and Arkansas. Um, I'm taking the over at 63.5. Interesting. Yep. Uh, the Tigers actually own the series at 9-3 to and have won the last five straight against Arkansas. But... The over has hit 10 out of the 12. Um, both of their offenses are pretty good and pretty weak defenses, though, on both sides. Uh, Missouri's strength is their passing attack, and Arkansas's weakness is their pass defense. While Arkansas's strength is their rushing attack, uh, staying ahead of the chains, Missouri's weakness is their rush defense, giving up 235 rushing yards a game. So with that being said, I'm taking the over. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Missouri's defense fucking sucks. Um, I was honestly surprised that they were able to hold Florida, especially in overtime, to only 23 points. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, would, that one's tough. But, I mean, we just saw Arkansas put up 35 on Bama. Um, the only thing that kind of worries me about that is Arkansas coming off of playing Bama. Yeah, I was going to say, it could be a potential letdown spot after a tough game. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Um, all right. So, if we're doing a Friday live stream, are we doing a Saturday live stream? You tell me. Um, I don't want to. No? All right. I'm, um, not, I'm open to it, though. But it's just like the big game. I, I wasn't on it. Okay. Well, I am. Um. But if you want to do it, I'll pick a side. I mean, honestly, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be the deja vu of last week. Um, number two, Ohio State at number five, Michigan. Uh, undoubtedly, the biggest game of the weekend. Two completely different styles of offenses clashing. We just saw one score fifty unanswered points on the number seven team in the nation. Um, or what did they fall to now? I don't know what the fuck they're at now. Michigan State. Um, the other uncharacteristically nearly scored 60 on Maryland. So the question is going to be, can Michigan either slow down or keep up with this high-powered Ohio State offense? And then can Michigan establish the run like they want to? Ohio State just held Michigan State to 66 yards rushing, and specifically Kenneth Walker the third to 25 yards rushing. Michigan State had to abandon the run early, uh, much like I think Michigan's going to have to do to keep up with an Ohio State offense that has three guys at receiver who just got snubbed out of the Bolitnikoff finalist. Um, I don't know how you don't put Olave or Garrett Wilson as a Bolitnikoff finalist. 
as the best receiver in the country. Who are the finalists? Not sure. I just know that they're not. So I feel like uh, they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. You've got C.J. Stroud coming off of his best game of his career and the biggest game of his career. So six touchdowns, 400 yards at halftime. He could have set records if they kept him in. Um, Against a shitty, shitty defense. Don't get me wrong. That's the worst pass defense in college football. That's what he's supposed to do. He had a much better defense in Michigan. But still, I don't think it's going to be – I don't think that they're going to be able to contain this Ohio State offense, and I don't think that Michigan has the firepower to keep up, much like last last week, much like I was saying. Um, I'm going to take Ohio State minus eight. I feel like this should be at least ten. So it's definitely – I feel like it's going to start slow. Um and then Ohio State's going to pull away. I, I just there's just too much firepower. This is one of those where you know it's a it's a huge rivalry. It's one of the biggest rivalries in college football. So you're like you, you feel you have that feeling like okay, this is going to be a tight game. You know it is, but I really just don't think it is. I I, I don't the the buck the Buckeyes have had too balanced of an offense that I feel like same thing. They're going to be able to do whatever they want. And then if Michigan gets in a hole early then it could get ugly quick because they're, that's not their style of play. That's not what they want to do is to have to throw it to keep up with teams. They want to get out into a lead early and then be able to – and I get it. They just dropped 60 on Maryland. I understand. But Maryland's fucking terrible. They're, yeah. Maryland's not good. Yeah. So they're not Ohio State. Ohio State's defense has been playing uh, pretty damn well as of late. So I, I feel like Michigan – I mean, we saw it on the live stream. We saw Michigan State and Michigan. We were on Michigan State. Kenneth Walker had a career day. But I feel like they're very similar teams. Like, Yeah, it's the Michigan's defense. that. No, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, it's, it's much, 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 much better than Michigan State's. But if you look at, I mean, Peyton Thorne, then you got, I'm fucking spacing on his name, but Michigan's Something quarterback. McNamara. Yeah, yeah, Cade McNamara. Um, Peyton Thorne is, they're, they're similar. Like, neither one is going to light it up with the arm. Yeah, I would take McNamara over Peyton Thorne because Peyton Thorne's fucking trash. But uh, it's not like fucking head and shoulders better. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And, and honestly, I feel like Michigan State has the better weapons on the outside. So I know they were banged up, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't see how this is one of those where it's another like don't be afraid of the number game. In my opinion, I feel like Ohio yeah. State is going to. I think it can be close, but. It's like eight and a half isn't really that many. No, it's not. So it, it, it's it's you, it's more than seven. So people are gonna be like, ooh, okay, yeah. But it's not that much more than seven. Like, I, I feel like they're. If Michigan would have played a close game with Maryland, or won by fourteen, even, I feel like this is a double digit Ohio State spread. Like, I, I like a minus nineteen again. No, no, no. I, I don't think it would be that much. I'm double digit is in ten. I think it would be around ten, ten points in favor of yeah. Ohio State. So and I would still take Ohio State to cover that. I think Ohio State can win. I think they could win by three scores easily. Yeah. If I had a guess, I'd say Ohio State went to game by in between ten and thirteen points. Yeah. Because I think that I just look at the way that Ohio State matched up against Nebraska and Penn State, these they didn't pull away really until kind of towards the end, and I, I feel like that's what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do think that it'll probably be relatively low scoring. The number is 64.5. It's tempting to take the under here just because of we saw, just because of 
the um, past performances in Nebraska game was 26 to 17 and Penn State was um 33 to 24 so 57. I don't know. I just feel like Michigan's better versions of both those teams. So I just feel like that'll probably be a little bit lower scoring than those. I don't know if I'm willing to pull the trigger though. On, on that total either one. on the under. Okay. Um yeah, I mean I mean, yeah, that Michigan has a uh, Michigan. It's tough because Michigan State's defense is the fucking worst in the country against the pass, and so they have fifty at halftime. So you're like, okay, Ohio State can't be stopped, but it's like Michigan State can't stop anybody. So uh, they're not going to have fifty at half. I can I pro- damn near promise you that. Um, but I mean, yeah, that offense is. It's just it's if Travion Henderson. That's what I said last week. It's the same thing. It, I feel like I'm reading off the same script. If Travion Henderson can get going, that's going to really open things up for Ohio State and make it really difficult for Michigan to stop them. Um, what is I haven't heard anything about it, but is there is Corum still out for Michigan? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Either way, I'm still on Ohio State, but um, he's their leading rusher, so that's something definitely to look into. Uh, are you on this game, Justin? I'm not. Okay. All right, just give me give me the under 64 and a half. Okay, nobody's making you take it. You don't have a gun to your head. No, they're making me. <laughs> I got voices on my dad. <laughs> All right, so neither of y'all are on this. That's crazy. It's the biggest fucking game of the week. It's a top three rivalry in college football. I don't even want to bet the un- under. Then don't bet the under. It's going to hit. Okay, then bet the under. I mean, but I don't want to like... I want to watch this game in peace. That's why I don't want to even bet on it. Yeah. There's no such thing. Um, yeah, we very see you under. And you're taking it all? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, then give me y'all's uh, Saturday game. First one. Either one of y'all. I got a one more Friday. Oh, okay. But okay. I ain't got much to say about it. Um, NC State, North Carolina. North, it's a battle for the Carolina. Shout out to my boy Beast Ball on PlayStation. I ain't <laughs> talked to him in about five years. I finessed him um, out of all of his Madden players. Um, NC State is good, but even though, I mean, look, they got a strong defense, but I just think this is the Sam Howell party right here. Sam Howell in uh, North Carolina. Give me North Carolina plus six and a half. Yeah, poor uh, – so, yeah, the kid's username was Beastball. I don't know how Nick befriended him. It was definitely strange. Uh, like, I almost called Chris Hansen. Uh, but this kid <laughs> with, like, the highest pitch voice ever. Um, he was a weirdo, but he was also, like, eight. Uh, he had to be eight or nine. Um, like to play Madden, and if you know me, I'm fucking really good at Madden. So I played him, and we would play for, like, a player. Whoever won, you get to pick a player. I had his entire team in, like, two hours. Uh, and he uh, – kid of integrity because he sent me every single one of his players and then we would play for like hundred thousand coins i'd put up like a 70 overall player and he would go buy him for a hundred thousand coins i'm like this kid is a man of his word his dad came in that one time and said yeah fucked him up (laughs) (laughs) he was crying he started crying i'm like oh god uh yeah so not not one of the best moments but i had a really good madden team that year shout out to baseball um but all right, so no more Friday <laughs> games. All right, Justin, give me your first Saturday game. I'll fuck anybody up in Madden, whether you're eight or fucking eighty. But go ahead. Um, I have UTSA minus ten and a half against North Texas. Okay, which side are you leaning? UTSA minus ten and a half. Okay, 
Um, I really like Frank Harris too. He reminds me a lot of uh, Malik Willis, but um, the Roadrunners, um, they've been able to do kind of whatever they want with the ball this year, throwing the ball and passing, I mean, and running. And I think they're going to be really motivated to get the perfect um, season this year. So I think they're going to really dominate North Texas. What'd they move up to, like 22 in the rankings? Maybe not even that. Like you're saying better? or Oh, yeah, no, they're 22. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, Talk, close game last week against UAB, though. Yeah? Yeah, they won by three, I think. From what I understand, I heard word of mouth that they had, it was like a freak, UAB should have won a game. Really? Yeah, 34. And they made a big mistake at the end that, that gave. Um, like a bad call? 34-31. to 31, um, They could have went forward on fourth and short or something, and instead they, they decided they were going to punt it. Uh, and uh, UTSA scored. No, yeah, U- UTSA scored with three seconds left in yeah. the football game. Yeah. So they. Win. They were down four. Yeah. And they win by three. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, North Texas strength uh, is definitely their rushing game. Uh, but the Roadrunners stack up nice because they only allow 100 yards a game, which is very good. Yeah, North Texas defense isn't spectacular. I mean, they don't give up a ton of yardage, but they give up almost 30 points a game. Um, yeah, I haven't watched them at all, but I know they've been. North Texas used to suck last year. Yeah, la- yeah, yeah, but I haven't watched UTSA at all. Um, but you've bet on them a few times, so I'll take your word for it there. Um, all right, are y'all on the Iron Bowl? No. no. Dude, like, I'm picking games that people are going to be fucking watching as well as. Well, I'm going to watch it. I know, but people want to people wanna know these games. Um, it's the Iron Bowl. So, all right. Since I'm the only one out here fucking for y'all. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest rivalries in college football. Uh, a game that in the last four meetings, the favorite is yet to cover two times in a row. Last year in 2020, Bama covered the 24 and a half. The year before that, Auburn was getting three and a half and won outright 48 to 45. The year before that, Bama covered the 26 and a half. That was in 2018. And then in 2017, Auburn was getting five and one outright 26 to 14. So if you're looking for a trend, bet Auburn, but don't because they're fucking terrible. Uh, I'll be the first to tell you. Offensively, Auburn sucks. We watched a live stream. Bo Nix piss away a fucking good defensive performance against Texas A&M. Now they have uh, yet again quarterback controversy. Bo Nix, TJ Finley, doesn't matter. Both are not ready for this game. Whoever they go with, uh, it's not going to – it's I not showing – what? Bo Nix might be injured. Fuck him. Don't care. Don't so like I'm pretty sure – TJ Finley. It's going to be Finley. Yeah, well, he played for Ponchatoula two years ago. Um, you're not walking into – and I think it's in Auburn, which I thought it was in Auburn last year. Are they not flip-flopping? I was confused by that. Um, but regardless, I don't think that they're going to keep this one close. Bama just got booted back to number three. Uh, that'll be bulletin board material for Saban and the uh, Crimson Tide. Auburn fucking sucks. Their defense is not bad, but their offense is not good. So um, give me Bama big. So 19 and a half, they're, they're going to win by at least 28. The Bama's been covering the large spreads in recent years. When Bama's favored by three scores or more, they cover. When it's single digits, Auburn seems to pull it out. So, I'm a hop on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bama minus nineteen and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 
this is one of those years where it feels like, I mean, well, one, you've been, I don't know why you're not necessarily on this because you've been saying all year, and it very well might happen, that they're going to upset Georgia in the SEC championship. So this is the year where it seems like in the beginning we were saying how Bama's going to run away with it. First couple of weeks were like Bama's running away with it easily, and then quickly it changed. And now it seems like this is one of the more vulnerable Alabama years where we saw them lose to A&M, cost us a fuckload of money, and then we just saw Arkansas give them a good game like a, a pretty damn good performance by Arkansas. Um, so this is where I feel like I feel like there's going to be a good amount of money on Auburn. I could be way off. It could be all on fucking Bama. But I feel like this is a lot of people are feeling like, ooh, is there chinks in the armor? And there may be. But this is the time when Bama's going to turn it on and win by fucking 40. And then waltz into the SEC championship, and we'll see what happens with Georgia. So I, I, I think under 21 – I think it's easy money. Could be wrong. It's not my lock. Um, but I don't see Auburn giving them much trouble. They just can't do enough offensively. So, um, all right, what is your next Saturday game? Um, Florida State at Florida. 11 o'clock on ESPN. What the hell happened to Florida? <laughs> like, I don't know. That, oh, Josh uh, rem- reminded me. That's on me. Um, I didn't know that they fired Todd Grantham before the game. Or right after the Sanford game. Todd Grantham got fired. So did the offensive coordinator. And Dan Mullen got fired. Yeah, yeah. After this most recent game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So They fired everybody. Well, Dan Mullen fired the coordinators. Yeah. And then they fired Dan Mullen. So um, so give me Florida. <laughs> give me Florida <laughs> minus three. I don't, I don't think Florida State's in good. Going into the swamp, fans are pissed off. They don't know what's going on. I'm always going to take SEC over ACC. I don't care how bad it is. Florida has been as of late. I feel like you, we could get some interim magic here. You think? Yeah, give me Florida minus three at home in the swamp. Okay. I like that pick a lot. I am not going to touch that after what Florida did to me last week, but Florida State does suck. So, um, are you on that one, Justin? I'm thinking about it. Take them. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. got to get it money. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Y'all are fucked. Um, <laughs> all right. As far as I can see, I don't see very, I don't see any notable injuries to Penn State. Um, I know Clifford was battling an injury. I keep fucking checking to see if, um, if he's out. I, I mean, I'd really, I don't think he is. I haven't. Um, did Penn State have a bye last week? Who'd they play last week? I think they had a bye. Give me three seconds. Uh, he got a no, no, no. Man. Yeah, they played Rutgers. They played Rutgers. Um, hmm. Is it because... What's up? Clifford was 2 of 8 for 23 yards. And then the backup was 15 of 24, 235 yards, 3 touchdowns. Why is that? Interesting. I do remember 9. Good. I saw some highlights of this guy. Yeah, but did so did he get banged up? Because dude, I've been looking. Um give me your next one and then I'm gonna give you mine. I'm on this one. Okay. This is my next one. (laughs) Which side are you on? Dude, I'm gonna roll with Michigan State here. Are you really? Yeah. Um and I was thinking Clifford was the quarterbacks. Okay, well I was taking Penn State and I was thinking Clifford was the quarterback. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, anyway, look, Ohio State and Penn State's passing game is a lot different. So, like, you could look at – I know Michigan State has the worst pass defense in the country. One of the worst ever, probably. Um, but I do think that the success that they saw themselves have against Maryland's pass team – I mean, going against Maryland's passing attack when they would when they pressure the quarterback against a sub or or just average quarterback, I think that they can have a little bit of success the slowing down that team's passing attack. And I think that Penn State's just average at passing. Um, and I also like the way that Michigan State's offense matches up with Penn State. I like the. Um, Penn State has a little bit of a weakness stopping the run, so I think that Kenneth Walker can get going and they can get back to the way that they were playing early this year. I'm going to roll with Michigan State plus one. Okay. Um, I am on Penn State, but so I looked into it further. Sean Clifford was battling an illness, not COVID-related, going into the game, maybe food poisoning. I don't know. He wasn't feeling great. They pulled him quickly. Um, They said he's back to normal now. He's feeling fine. Um. Yeah, I'm going to take Penn State. So we just watched Michigan State get demoralized by Ohio State on national television, and it was pretty tough to watch, and we were on the Ohio State side of things. Uh, Their defense puts them behind the eight ball with the uh, poorest secondary. But more importantly than that, we watched Kenneth Walker III and Jaden Reed both come up limping. Um, I can't find an injury report, but we know the one playmaker, can't remember his name, was already out. Uh, he's been battling an injury, and then we saw Jaden Reed on the kick return, and then we saw Kenneth Walker even limp a good little bit, and he only carried the ball six times. So do you know for sure that they're playing? No, I don't, but I don't know I don't, that for sure that they're out. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that they're not playing. Uh, I think if either one of them are out, then that's – I mean, if Kenneth, Kenneth Walker's that's out. That's the hugest deal of all. But if Jaden Reed's out as well, Penn State has a solid enough defense that – it will do enough to make sure that they can pull away from this game due to Michigan State's shitty fucking defense. I honestly, I don't see Kenneth Walker sitting out if it's just a nagging injury. The Heisman Trophy's on the line here. Yeah, but I mean, you don't think last week kind of sealed that? I don't think anybody is a front runner right now. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say... I mean, Like, I, you can't say he was bad. Like, he's the... Like, He's the clear, like statistically, you look at stats and all the quarterbacks that are up coming for the Heisman Trophy. It's like Kenneth Walker's the clear guy. As if his team was just a little bit better, he'd be a lock already. So yeah, probably so. I feel like if he does play this game and if he has a a big game, two touchdown game, then he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. This is one of the years where it's the Heisman Trophy isn't really contested for. Like it has been in recent years. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, so there was rumors of James Franklin leaving, potentially going to take the USC job. Well, he just locked in a ten-year deal, so James Franklin's going to be at Penn State until we are uh, on the plus side of thirty-five. So I'm going to take Penn State minus one. I just I don't know that. I mean, we watched what was it, the Iowa game. If Clifford wouldn't have got hurt in that game, Penn State wins that game. And we saw that Iowa's not that good. Iowa wasn't worthy of a top-five ranking, but they were still a good defense. It was a road game. Um, I believe it was a road game. It could have been home. Um, But, yeah, I mean, uh, I I don't know. I'm going to take Penn State in this one, just that Michigan State defense is so bad that 
the Penn State defense, I think, can do enough to same thing to, to contain Kenneth Walker, make Peyton Thorne beat you. I feel like that's the recipe that everybody knows, and it's easier said than done. That's what Michigan Michigan knew that they had to do and couldn't do it. Kenneth Walker ran all over him. So we'll see what happens there, but I'm gonna take the Nittany Lions minus one. Justin, are you on this game? I am not. I will say, uh, Mel Tucker is a guy that I think he's going to have his guys ready to go. Like, it is a home game. They just got embarrassed, but... Yeah, senior day. Yeah, but is Kenneth Walker a senior? Yeah. Yeah, well, he's new. They don't. They barely know him up there. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm going to take the Nittany lines. Um, All right, give me your next one for Saturday then, Justin. I'm done. Oh, okay. Jesus. All right. Um, 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 um. You don't have a lock or you saved it? Um, I haven't announced it yet. But you already talked about it? Yeah. Who is it? Kenneth Walker's a junior. Regardless, he could come out this year. Um, but he's not going to be honored as a senior. They should. <laughs> he's coming out. <laughs> What's your lock, Justin? Um, Boise, minus two and a half. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do that? Because that wasn't. <laughs> yes, I do. Can we do a Friday lock and Saturday lock? <laughs> I would like you to change it because that was not your lock. If you feel good about it, then you go ahead and you keep it your lock. But that was not your lock until five seconds ago. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, the, on the live stream, if this was NFL and you want to make it your lock, that's fine. But all right, that's fine. Um. All right, how many more do you have? I have four more. Um, three. Three? All right. I'll and I'm just, saving my lock. I'm saving my lock for the very end, too. Um, all right, Oregon State at Oregon. Uh, Oregon proved last week that they've been overvalued all season, and they got exposed uh, against Utah, as Nick told you. Uh, they got upset last year in this matchup, and we could witness that happen again. But regardless, seven points is too many for a surging Oregon State team. Surging might be generous, but Oregon, I mean, just got absolutely embarrassed by Utah. So give me Oregon State plus seven. Oregon State quietly has a pretty good offense. So I think that they can hang in this game. Um, I don't I don't love the quarterback for Oregon. I've been saying it all year. So give me the Beavers. Okay. What's yours? You, want, um, you taking Oregon? No. <laughs> I'm not a drunk. Um, Texas ain't a minus six and a half at LSU. I eat gumbo for breakfast. I'm taking Coach Kunas in the bourbon bowl, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm rolling with the Tigers here, dude. Who, Tex- who was it? Was it, um, which linebacker was it that said, oh, we're going to beat them? They said, well, they said, know. you know, if y'all were to, if y'all were to hang in there with A&M, he's like, oh, we're going to win. He said in, uh, in his interview. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it. He said, "Honestly, we don't look very good." Um, I think it was Anthony. He said, "I can't thank Coach O enough. He everything he told me when he was recruiting me, he he delivered on everything." So I was like, "Oh, did he tell you that we were going to fall off the planet? And he's going to get fired." <laughs> um, but yeah, so he said, "We can all go play for him." He said, "We yeah. we gonna win." Plus six and a half at Tiger Stadium. All the kids are home for uh, vacation, so student section will be a little bit light. But I'm wrong with the Tigers here and Coach. O's last home game, possibly his last game ever. Probably his last game ever. Unless we went out right. What do you mean? Six and six will get you bowl eligible these days. And then if we win the bowl, you think we keep him? 
No, it's his, but one more bowl game. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching it, but, I mean, I wouldn't take A&M either. Um, all right, Vanderbilt at Tennessee. Tennessee is 31.5-point favorites. It's too many. Give me Vanderbilt <laughs> plus 31.5. Vanderbilt's been able to establish the run as of late, which in turn I think they could be able to control the clock a little bit here. They're going to lose, but let's just hope they don't lose by 32. Um, it's a lot of points. It's an SEC matchup. Vanderbilt sucks, but Tennessee ain't all that great. Sitting at, like, you think they're 6-5. and five. Um, Vanderbilt's been able to establish the run uh, here and there, so I hope that they can do it again. But um, I have two more, one being my lock. You have one more? Um, yeah. Or two more? Um. Should be two. two more. Okay. Do I have one more than my lock? Okay. Do uh, you one more then? Um, Nevada minus four at Colorado State. Okay. I'm taking Carson Strong here, senior night. Got to go. Got to ride with him again. <laughs> he's a junior. But you know he's coming out. They're honoring him. Oh, are they? Yeah, he's coming out. Because they know out. he's leaving. Yeah. Um. Okay. You got anything more to it or? Okay. You got to trust him. It's the air raid. They only run it for 69 yards a game. What are you – I didn't take this one, but what are your thoughts on Arizona State minus 20? Against who? Uh, Arizona. Yes. Um, It's at Arizona State. It is, and they just got embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know. Arizona's not that good, but it's like – They're a, fucking terrible. Like bad, bad. Sometimes they'll play a team close, but I feel like it's usually when they're at home. So yeah, but they're one in ten. They just lost to Washington State, forty-four to eighteen. They lost to they played Utah kind of close, thirty-eight to twenty-nine. Uh, they beat Cal ten to three, and then uh, they lost to USC forty-one thirty-four. So I mean, most recent game though, they got the shit kicked out of them. And I mean, Arizona just got embarrassed. You can call it definitely embarrassed. They've lost three out of the last five, but they only scored ten points against Oregon State. So. Are you leaning? Arizona I, I would State? lean Arizona State a thousand percent. Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't taken it. Uh, I was waiting to see if one of y'all were on it, but it doesn't sound like it. So I don't think I'm going to take it. But that was one that caught my eye definitely. Um. All right, Pitt at Syracuse. I've ridden with Pitt over and over and over again. Um, I looked at this one. Senior night, Kenny Pickett. I hope he has a bad game. I'm taking the under 58, not on Pitt. Um, it's tough to go into the carrier dome and come out with a win, but Pitt should be able to do that in this one. Uh, like I said, Pitt's been my go-to team this year. Um, Syracuse offense has been atrocious as of late. So I think in that carrier dome, it's tough to go in there though. The crowd can get into it. Uh, weird shit happens in there. I think they can get off to a slow start. 58 feels like too many for a good Narduzzi coach defense in a Syracuse offense that is really struggling as of late. So give me the under 58. Then I have one more. It's my lock. You go first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Army. Really? At Liberty, minus three and a half. God. Liberty turned the ball over six times last week against UL. If they do this against Army, they'll lose by 50. Um, going to bet on Liberty bounce back here at senior night. You're like, you, you keep touching that um, hot pan, and you're like, is that pan still hot? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Look, dude. It burned me five times, but is it still hot? It's a lock. It's a lock. You can guarantee it. Like, bet the house on it. Yeah, bet the house on it. It's a lock of the of the year. <laughs> so you put your whole your whole uh, year's worth of bets. Like, you put all the credibility behind all your bets of this season behind Liberty on this one game. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to quit betting if it loses. So we should both. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Justin should both hop on it then. I mean, <laughs> let me talk about it. All right. Look, I just think that the matchup here is terrible for Army. Yeah. I think Liberty's rush defense is good enough um, to slow them down just enough to keep them out of the end zone. And I think that Army's secondary is going to have major problems trying to stop Liberty from throwing a football. So if they can't. I don't see Army pressuring that uh, pressuring Malik Willis enough to to slow them down like UL was able to. That was the big thing in the UL game. Um, Liberty was moving the ball a little bit, but at the end, it was UL's pass rush that it. I mean, they sacked Willis so many damn times it was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think here that. Just looking at Army, their their weakness is is their secondary, and I just think that's a bad thing to be going against Liberty here. Okay. All right, so that is your lock of the week. Um, all right, lock of the year. Lock of the year. Sorry. Um. All right. Number six, Notre Dame at Stanford. So, remember when Stanford beat Oregon in overtime? Well, that was pretty much the beginning and end of their season. They have uh checked out since then losers of six straight their offense has been abysmal averaging 11 points per game in their last four i'm taking the irish minus 19 um on the defensive side of the football notre dame has been playing championship caliber defense only giving up nine points in their last three games combined in those games they're holding teams to 24 percent in those last three games they're holding teams to 24 percent conversion percentage on third down Notre Dame's right there on the outside looking in. I don't like Notre Dame this year that much, I'm going to be honest with you. But Stanford has, like I said, they have checked out since that win against Oregon. They've looked like absolute shit. Notre Dame just needs to keep doing what they're doing, let the chips fall where they may, let Ohio State and Michigan cannibalize each other, hope for a Cincinnati loss, and they'll find themselves in the college football playoff where they'll lose to Georgia by a billion. But this week... They'll win by at least 21 points. Notre Dame, minus 19 is my lock. And I feel pretty good about it. I'm not going to lie. Stanford has looked like absolute shit. That coach is getting fired. We thought that I thought that Oregon was going to save his job. And he may already be fired for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, give me Notre Dame, minus 19. The defense is, is clicking. So, all right, we will recap very quickly uh, for college. So, in the Egg Bowl, give me the over 62. Give me Eastern Michigan plus 8.5. Give me Boise State minus 2.5 for the live stream and the over 44.5. I'm taking Ohio State minus 8 over Michigan. In the Iron Bowl, give me Alabama minus 19.5. Give me Penn State minus 1. James Franklin has a new 10-year contract. Uh, Give me Cincinnati minus 14. Give me Oregon State over Oregon plus 7. Vanderbilt plus 31 and a half. We're going to need God in that one. Uh, Give me the under 58 and Pitt and Syracuse. And then lock of the week, Notre Dame minus 19. 
I got Ole Miss plus one. I got Boise State minus two and a half. Central Michigan minus eight and a half. Cincinnati minus 14. North Carolina plus six and a half. Florida minus three. Michigan State plus one. LSU plus six and a half. Nevada minus four. And my lock of the week, lock of the year, lock of the season. Liberty minus three and a half. Justin. Uh, Ole Miss plus one and a half. Missouri and Arkansas over 63 and a half. UTSA minus 10 and a half. Bama minus 19 and a half. Florida minus three. And my lock of the week is Boise State minus two and a half. I don't love that. I'm not going to lie, but you only had four picks. Um, so of the four, I mean, I guess it should be Boise, but don't put your fucking. If I could do a Friday lock, I'd put it as Boise State. But not over Liberty. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So there are our college picks. Final regular season week of the year. Um, we're going for it this week. I got 12. Nick's got 10. Justin's content with uh, your bad your bad college record. You got a good NFL record, though. So, um, yeah. So All right. So we will quickly recap our NFL picks and then move on to uh, – this week's NFL picks. Uh, obviously, we know it's, thir- it's Thanksgiving, so it's going to be multiple games on Thursday. We'll pick all of them for you. But before we do that, go download the Prediction Strike app or go to the website www.predictionstrike.com. Use the promo code BigEasyBets. They'll match your athlete share of $20 or more. First free athlete share. Find a player that you like. Maybe Chris Godwin, Buccaneers, are they back on track? Maybe stay away from the uh, Giants players. That's all ESPN tells you because if anybody has a bad week, then it's do they need to fire this? Do they need to get rid of Daniel Jones? I fucking hate ESPN, but I don't hate prediction strikes. So go, go download the app. Use the promo code, all one word, Big Easy Bets. Uh, seriously, that shit aggravates me so bad. And they may need to get rid of Daniel Jones, but it's just it's so like wishy-washy. Every damn, every day is something different. The Cowboys suck now. But the Cowboys, are they the favorites in the NFC a week ago? I'm like, dude, I'm so tired of fucking hearing about it. Um, All right, so Thursday night, Falcons plus seven. Uh, Falcons suck. Uh, Vikings plus two were my lock of the week. They end up getting, I think it went to overtime, didn't it? No, it didn't go to overtime. Don't remember. Um, no, but it was it was close there. It was all, yeah, yeah. So it, it was, came down to the wire. Kirk Cousins threw what looked like an interception. Turns out the ball ended up hitting the ground. Got bailed out. Terrible throw by Kirk. Uh, we ended up going down, kicking a field goal to win the game. Shouldn't have been that close. Vikings let the Packers come back into it. But that was um, the only bright spot of the week in, in uh, NFL football for me because I went one and six. We lost out on Cowboys plus two and a half because they suck. Chargers minus five and a half jumped out to a, a good good lead to start. Let uh let the Steelers come back into it. Saints plus one and a half bad pick. Too many injuries. Left tackle, right tackle, both out. Starting running back, starting quarterback, starting wide receiver out. Not a recipe for success. The defense is not doing what it was, and it is what it is. Ravens minus four and a half. When I gave this out, I did not know that Lamar Jackson was not going to play. Uh, the report was that he was battling an illness that was not COVID, uh, but that he was trending towards playing they were fairly confident about it so uh and then all of a sudden Schefter puts out that he's 50 50 and that turned out to be zero and then Giants plus 11 uh if the game ended in the first quarter then we would have been okay and then after that uh 
they suck. So one and six, can't really complain too much on the Giants because they've definitely made us some money this year. But that's how you go ahead and kill your record right there. The last two weeks, I am now sitting at 35, 35, and one. Was doing very well in the NFL, but no longer. So, Nick, you had six plays. Yeah, I went one and five, so I bounced back a little bit, and I just take a big old shit <laughs> at my stomach. Uh, Falcons plus seven. They don't score a damn point. Browns minus 11 and a half. Did they really not score? Oh, they didn't score. No, they didn't score. Oh, yeah, I lose fantasy because Matt Ryan wants to throw that last fucking pick six, and then his slow fucking <laughs> dumbass doesn't want to go chase the guy down. Um, Browns minus 11. They were up. I think 13, not at halftime. Uh, they end up winning 13-10 at the end of the game. <laughs> um, Texans plus 10. They won this game outright. I told y'all how ball bounces. Yep. Y'all don't want to listen? Now you're <laughs> you going to listen next time. <laughs> you don't want to listen? Well, you avoided a 1-5 and five day for not listening. Saints plus 1.5. We talked about it a little bit. Simeon had a bad game. Everybody I keeps- feel like... Everybody keeps talking about the fourth fourth quarter. Well, we light it up. Yeah, because they're playing prevent. They're fucking <laughs> yeah. the defenses or are loosening. That. He even said it. Simeon said it in the press conference. Yeah. Where he's like, Yeah, well, it's because they're showing us different looks and they're much more uh there's it's a softer coverage. Like like oh I keep hearing so many people say that, like, why can't we do what we do in the fourth quarter in the first quarter? Oh, I don't know, probably because they jumped out to a lead. It's like, why do fucking basket? Why did they start sitting on the ball to the end of the shot clock in basketball? Because they have a lead. It, it's they're playing safer now. They're trying to just not let you come back and win. They don't care about you closing the gap. Yeah, I thought the defense played well early, but the offense, their that and in, their inability to move the ball or do anything at all. Dude, time of possession was so lopsided in the first half. The defense was freaking. You can't put them on the field that much. Fatigued yeah. early. So, I mean, that's why the Eagles ended up having so much success running the ball. Panthers minus three and a half. Dude, this was a back and forth game. Cam Newton played pretty damn good for his first game starting this season. Um, but it was Heineke making the plays there at the end. He made a, a few really nice plays on third down there at the end to get Washington to win there. Um, Seahawks plus two and a half. This line closed at Seahawks minus five. I beat the line by seven and a half, and I still lost. Um, <laughs> Cardinals and Colt McCoy are the real fucking deal, dude. You a Kingsbury guy now? No, nah, I'm a Colt McCoy guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so you went one and five. I went one and six. Justin, carry in the way um, in the NFL. You had five plays. Yep. I had Patriots minus seven. It started out. They won 25 nothing, And then I had the Ravens as my lock of the week at four and a half. I did not know that Lamar could not play through a sinus infection, so he fucked me out of a perfect week. Then I had the Vikings plus two. Y'all covered that one already. And then the Bucks. You're welcome for that one. Yes. Um, Bucks minus 11. Um, that one covered fairly easy. And then the Bengals minus one. That was that was a blowout. Yeah, notice how Justin perks up for his NFL picks because he's doing well in the NFL. 30 and 14. That's damn good. No, that is really <laughs> good. Yeah, that is really good. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't learned by now, um, we're, none of us are doing good in college, but Justin's doing bad in college. None of us are doing good in the NFL, except Justin's doing incredible in the NFL. So take that for what it's worth. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, it is. It is damn good. 30 out of, what, 44 total fucking games? Yeah, that's really good. Um, So with that being said, go ahead and lead it off. Justin, Thursday, three games. Can I just give you one? Got to pick all three. We pick all three. No, I'm Thursday saying like games. one at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't okay. give me all three. No, rapid fire with your <laughs> stats and all that. <laughs> um, I'll just let you know right now, I have zero stats. For the NFL. Yeah, I never I usually a stat don't. book. Yeah. Everybody, that, that's what we were talking about. Everybody knows the NFL. You you know the players. You know the fucking teams. Um, it's just finding when it's good value, good weeks. So go ahead and give me your first one. Um, So first one is the Lions and the Bears. And the Bears are a three-point favorite. But I'm going to be going with the Lions at plus three. Okay. Um. Is Stafford back? I mean, not Stafford. He's long gone. Uh, Golf, is he back? He's listed as questionable right now. Uh, He practiced today, but it was was limited. Um, Okay, yeah, it says he's trending towards a Thanksgiving Day return. Yeah. Hopefully he got his fucking ears cleaned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Has he been struggling to hear the plays? He's struggling to hear anything from his coaches, apparently, because he just does dumb shit all the time. Yeah, he's not very good at quarterback, but he fucking beat us in the NFC Championship game. Um, All right, so you're taking the Lions? Yeah, it's looking like Justin Fields is not going to play for the Bears. Andy Dalton. But, I mean, yeah, Andy Dalton is is still there. Red rifle. Um, Okay, which side are you leaning Lions. Are you? Yeah. The Lions are going to win this game. Give me the Bears. It's going to be a, mir- a miracle ending, too. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the Lions are Thanksgiving Day football. So it's going to be that like, old bitch, Martha Ford, will be up in her suite. I think her name's Martha. And she, they always show her with a fucking turkey. But she ain't eating turkey. She's eating fucking baby food. So I'm not worried about her or her fucking terrible football team. I'm going to be honest. Um, both of these teams suck. They do. This is a terrible game. Um, and I want to say I'm taking the bears for their defense, but their defense isn't even good. I'm taking this because I don't know why I'm going to be honest with you because golf's hurt. And, uh, this is a good chance for Andy Dalton. I kind of, I'd, this would be my lock if that backup was playing. Who? I don't even know who it is, but he put up 10 points against the Browns, kept it close. I mean, dude, if he would get one more game, I bet you he'd do a little bit better than Jared Goff. Okay. Because they just need a guy that's not going to piss away the game for this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, I did not know that Khalil Mack is having season-ending surgery. Hmm. I didn't know that. Well, that should make you feel yeah. better. Yeah, I know. I just... I mean, I haven't heard anything about him. I didn't know that either, year. but I'm still taking the Bears. Eddie Jackson yeah. makes a play every Thanksgiving. You'll see. And I put a put a prop bet on fucking Eddie Jackson to uh to get an interception. Right now, book it. Um. But all right, Raiders and Cowboys. Um, you got Dallas at seven and a half point favorites at home against the Raiders. Who, I mean, you uproot the team, you bring them to Vegas. Turns out your coach is a racist, homophobe. You got a wide receiver who can't handle Vegas. Uh, kills a woman on the interstate going 156 miles an hour. And a dog. Der- and a dog. Derek Carr is growing out his hair. 
um, for some unknown reason. Pornography, probably. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> I guess. Uh, pretty sure he's very religious. Um, actually, I know he's very religious, so he definitely wouldn't appreciate that. Um, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, the Raiders aren't that good, but the Cowboys, hmm. I'm taking the Raiders. Too many points. Plus seven and a half. Cowboys will win by 25. Um, but give me the Raiders. Which side are y'all on? Uh, Raiders. Okay. I hate the NFL so much. I I mean, Justin, you should fucking love the NFL. But uh, go ahead. Which side are you on? Take the Cowboys. They'll win. This one is tough. Um, I don't think Cooper is going to play. And then CeeDee Lamb is doubtful. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm on the Raiders. I mean, it's. Yeah. Um, but they got they got a squad. Who's that? The Raiders. Yeah. They used to be good. No, yeah. they. I mean, if John Gruden doesn't get outed, might be looking at a playoff Raiders team. He's um, suing the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Minus seven and a half. Good, your day's coming. Um, <laughs> uh, Bills at Saints. Um, definitely not touching the the spread here. The Bills are they frauds? Six and four. They were calling them the best team in football three four weeks ago. They can't run the ball for shit, so uh, that's a problem. But I'm going to take the under forty six. Primetime games. The the Saints defense shows up. We also show up on Thanksgiving. Um. And they're going to have to show up for the Saints to even remotely have a chance in this football game. So uh, I need the defense to get back to what they were doing, dominating, putting the team on their back, and then on offense, good God, we fucking suck. Uh, Kamara's out. It's looking like Mark Ingram's now looking like he might be out. Left and right tackles both out. Well, Teron Armstead practiced in limited capacity, but when he realizes that everyone else is out, he's going to be like, "Ah, I don't think I can go. Uh, Taysom is now the richest player in the NFL, if you ask people who don't know how to uh, interpret a contract. I don't know if he's playing. I don't really know. There's people on the offense that I don't know if they've even played college football before. So I'm going to take the under, 46 and a half, I think it might be. Which side are y'all on? Um, Oh, no, it's 45 and a half. But I got it at 46. And I placed it already. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like a situation where you know you have a dog and he bites your neighbor, and you got to put him down. You got to shoot him in the head. So, <laughs> how is that this kind of situation? You don't because I'm taking. Oh, you're betting on the Bills. I'm taking the Bills minus six, and it's my lock of the week. Oh God, Saints plus six. Yeah, lock give me the, the Saints plus six too. Lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Dead serious Superdome I mean yeah I mean Justin It is the Superdome I know I know But we've never been <laughs> What was that? This what up what was that? <laughs> is, what, what animal is that? It's oh, the a dead zombie. dog You say it's a zombie? Yeah It's Thanksgiving It's not Halloween <laughs> And we're the saints Oh shit This is taking a left turn <laughs> um, Now I do, I'm not on the saints now <laughs> But I don't know. I thought Nick was on to something. He almost got me again for the third week in a row. I'm not going to do it. I'm staying away. 
I'm dude, plus six. But yeah, in the dome, I don't. I mean, the Bills have looked like absolute hot garbage. They lost to the Texans I and mean. the Jaguars, nine to six. I mean, <laughs> Y'all remember the Bills from last year, and so is Las Vegas. Last time we played Buffalo, I'm pretty sure we marched into Buffalo and bitch slapped the shit out of them. So, um, I mean, it's going to be tough to score. Don't get me wrong, but this is when our defense, like I said, puts the team on the back. Um, and it's time. The defense has given up 40, and then 23 is not bad against a, a Tennessee team. But then a 27 and a loss to a, a porous Atlanta uh, overall team. Yeah, I don't know. Lock of the week, that's questionable. And, lock, you, and lock then of you, the had, week. you had some bite your adult neighbor's dog <laughs> analogy. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you can't go back on it now. So Justin's taking the Bills. Minus six is his lock of the week. I'm on the under. Nick is lock of the week is the Saints plus six. Look, gonna Justin, best the Saints I'm going to let week. you know right now. I had a golden retriever when I was a kid. <laughs> and he fucking killed a wiener dog. <laughs> And you know what we didn't do? We didn't shoot him in the head. We hit him from from the dog catcher. <laughs> the dog catcher. Yeah, he's not lying. Give me the Saints plus six. He's not lying. Till I die. He, he watched his dog mutilate a neighbor's dog. <laughs> and he ran away. But the dog ran out. I was him. washing the blood off. <laughs> <laughs> he's not kidding at all, too. That's the saddest part. This family watched their their wiener dog just get absolutely mutilated in front of their eyes. And Nick was a child. It traumatized him. So, um, All right. First game on Sunday. Give me the Bucks minus three. Um, I've been big on the Colts all year. The Colts are a good football team. They started 0-3. Since then, they are 6-2. and um, But with that being said, if there's anybody that can stop Jonathan Taylor who's coming off of a career day, it's going to be the Bucks defense with Devin White and that linebacking crew. Um, and this is a win-win. If they don't cover, that means they probably lose. And I wouldn't be mad about that either. So, Bucks minus three. It is my lock of the week. Bucks minus three. Did you already have it or did I sway you? No, I had it. Okay. Should have been my lock. <laughs> Justin's always over here making me do stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, he got you on USF last. Oh, wait, that wasn't your lock. Yeah. But you still took USF out of spite. It would have um, been just as good as the lock I had. Yeah. Um. All right, Justin, give me your first Sunday game. Um, Panthers and Dolphins. Panthers are one and a half point favorites. I'm taking Super Cam and the Panthers. Mm. At minus one and a half. On the road. I feel like that Cam Newton. I mean, you, if you say it, it'll fucking win. But uh, I feel like the Cam Newton hype has got to die out soon. Like, that that dude got let go for a reason. But he did look good last week. Good enough. I mean, three total touchdowns, two pass and one rushing. Um, and the Dolphins eh, kind of suck. But they did shit on the Ra- the Ravens. Uh, who knows? It's the NFL. Um. What's your next one, Nick? I have one, two, three, four more. I just have one more. Okay. Um, kind of going for it in the NFL this week, too. Yeah. I wanted to, but I just can't. <laughs> um, the Rams at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are one-point favorites. I'm going to go with the Rams coming off of a bye, right? Yeah. Yes. Aaron Rodgers has got turf toe. Does he? Does he? <laughs> what? <laughs> he said it's worse than turf toe. Oh, he legitimately does? I don't know, dude. Okay. 
<laughs> it didn't seem like he did. Yeah, I mean, there's no telling if Aaron Rodgers has turf, though. I don't know. If I hear so many enough. things. From yeah, Aaron Rodgers is in a lot of pain after aggravating his toe. This Chet Holmgren kid is fucking... And he said it hurts worse than turf toe. So I'm remembering this correctly. Okay. Um, I didn't know if there was another Aaron Rodgers out there, but... Okay, so you're taking the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Give me the Rams on a slow Aaron Rodgers. They're going to sack the shit out of them. Rams are going to get back on track here after dropping two before the bye. It'll be a blizzard, and my newly traded for running back, A.J. Dillon, is going to go off and run it down the throat. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I've been saying I think the pack, the Packers are um, – they've been kind of squeaking by, it seems. Um, and then, obviously, coming off the loss against Minnesota, I feel like they – Got lucky with a weather game against Seattle and a Seattle defense that sucks. I felt like Aaron Rodgers was going to have a slow um, reacquisition to his team or coming back to his team after COVID. Um, I would lean Rams, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to take it. Uh, Justin, what is your? Actually, I'll go. Give me the Titans plus six and a half against the Patriots. The Patriots hype is going to die down. It just is. They just lost to the Texans. Vrabel knows Belichick. Belichick knows variable. It'll be a close game. Yeah, I think they keep winning, but I think the Patriots won this one close. Yeah. Six and a half feels like too many. I like that one. That means nothing to me. Either you're on it or you're not. Who's next? I'm done. I have one more. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Um, Is it your lock? Oh, wait. No, no wait. Yeah, never mind. Your lock was... uh. The neighbor's dog. Um, all right. What's your what's your last one? Um Seahawks plus one against the football team. Hmm. The Redskins. Okay. Um Seahawks suck, dude. They do suck. They do, but McCoy put it on them boys last week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, you it's like with Russell Wilson, you keep waiting for him to same thing like with Oklahoma fucking Homa and with the Chiefs. It's like keep waiting for Russell Wilson to get back to Russell Wilson, but it's like I don't know how much that finger's bothering him. Um, but also too, I mean the the Redskins kind of suck too. As of late, mm-hmm. they do not. But early in the year, they're like, what happened to the fucking defense and the pass rush? Yeah. So they have been getting it going as of late. Um, and they played the the Packers and the Cardinals his very first two games back. So I feel like, I mean, those are two very good teams. So I think right yeah, the here first is a game good back spot. was a weather game too. Could have been affecting the finger, maybe. Who knows? Um, but all right, so I am on the Chargers minus two and a half on the road against the Broncos. Broncos aren't that good. Broncos have a pretty good defense, but Teddy Bridgewater's not good. He's just not. So um, everybody wanted to keep Teddy. I still wouldn't want Teddy. Don't want him. Never wanted him. Um, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, he's winning. He's winning." Yeah, we beat the fucking uh, Cowboys without scoring a touchdown. Very next week, we go play the Jaguars. We score one touchdown and we win. So. Uh, give me the give me the Chargers. Offense kind of got clicking again. See if we can keep moving in the right direction. Also, give me the Vikings plus three against the 49ers. Vikings are much better than their record. They should be a team that is uh, competing for a playoff spot. Kirk Cousins tries to fuck them, but he does just enough not to in these in some of these games. Um, and then give me the Ravens minus three and a half Sunday night football over the Browns. Browns suck. Lamar will be back. Um, I mean... Ravens are seven and three, but they uh, have gotten pretty lucky in quite a few games. I'm going to be honest, but Lamar will come back. Time to get back on track. Uh, 
the Browns aren't good. The Browns are back to being Cleveland. So uh, that was it for y'all. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll recap mine real quick, then we'll go around the table. Thanksgiving Day, I got the Bears minus three. Raiders plus seven and a half. I got the Saints and Bills under 46. My lock of the week on Sunday, Bucks minus three. Titans plus six and a half. Chargers minus two and a half. Vikings plus three. And Ravens minus three and a half. Go ahead. I got the Lions plus three. The Raiders plus seven and a half. The Saints plus six as my lock. The Buccaneers minus three. And I got the Rams plus one. Okay, Justin. Um, I have the Lions plus three against the Bears, Cowboys minus seven and a half against the Raiders, Panthers minus one and a half against the Dolphins, Seahawks plus one against the football team, and my lock of the week is the Bills minus six against the Saints. Okay, there you go. That's the NFL picks for the week. Um, Thanksgiving Day going to be filled with a lot of football. Friday morning, live stream, Boise State, come hop in, hang out, um, and we'll see what happens. It's make or break week. I'm going for it in both NFL and college. So uh, college basketball is in full swing for all of our college basketball picks. Uh, go to Instagram. We gave them out today. We just watched Gonzaga win by 20 on a five-and-a-half-point spread. Me and Nick both gave you that game. So if you were following the Instagram page and you tailed there, then you're happy. Um, yeah, we're all doing well in college. So everybody's above 500 in the green. You're 13-4. and four. Uh, so Nick's doing very well. Um, I was doing very well, but I keep getting fucked. So, but episode 95, big easy bets in the books. Y'all got anything to say before we go? Goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Whatever. Y'all have a good one. Who that?